I wanted a career in which everything would matter. So I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers to learn more and apply. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling, hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You fight with nobody. This a dollar beat. This a dollar beat. Boxingwords.com. You won the belt with nobody. Boxingwords.com. This a dollar beat. You never gonna get a fight, man. You're a horrible fighter. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday night, you already know, previews and prediction, where we're going to be talking about all this weekend's fights, plus a couple of news and notes, and uh, yeah, man, just chop up some boxing. I got Micah K joined alongside me. What's going on, Queen? What up, though? TBV, what up, though? Ness, I ain't seen y'all in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute for sure, man. You've, you've missed a lot. Or, or should I say, we've missed you and your reactions to so much. I don't know. Is there anything on your mind like that you want to talk about that you didn't have a chance to talk about because maybe you weren't on the show or you just want to get into this weekend's previews and predictions? Ooh, it's been so much. I can't even really tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you right now, but we can just get into the predictions and things like that. So, yeah, it's been too much because, you know, the lightweight, you know, it's border wars. So the Thursday, yeah, I was been MIA because y'all been, you know, on the go. Yeah. So I couldn't really tap in like I wanted to. So, yeah, we can get to the juice of, of this week. All right. Well, um, I mean, we got a lot of fights. I wasn't even aware that this many fights was taking place this weekend until I started to do the news and notes for today's episode. And, man, a lot of boxing. Uh, Golden Boy has a card. The zone um, matchroom has a card, and then there's like a the zone Azbekistan card, I believe, um, and a Showtime card. So that's a lot of boxing to preview and predict for sure. I don't know. Did you know there was that many cards on this weekend? No, no, I did not. That's why I had to actually. That's why I listened. I had to hurry up. I was trying to rush and do the uh, better be versus uh, Brown after work. 
I just uh, dropped that like an hour ago. And then I seen, I forgot it was Jake Paul yeah. versus uh, Woodley. Tyron and then, Woodley. like you said, I was paying attention to the design. So I'm like, man, it was a lot. It is a lot. I mean, we, we're we going to get a unification bout on Friday night in Montreal on ESPN+. Plus. You have to have the app in order to watch Marcus Brown challenge the champion, Arthur Betterbeef, who's the WBC and the IBF light heavyweight champion. He did struggle to make weight. Uh, second attempt, he made the 175, so I don't know if that's going to mean anything at all. But uh, that's probably the biggest bout of the weekend, I think. Commercially, maybe Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley is the biggest fight. But the most significant for hardcores and, and, and boxing pundits has to be Arthur Better Beaver and Marcus Brown. And in the face-off, Marcus Brown doesn't look um, small. He looks like he definitely belongs in there. Uh, taller than better be for sure. Uh, yep. yep, he got the height and reach advantage over um, better be. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yep. So, what did you know? Did you see the weigh in? Did you know that um, better be came in a little bit uh, heavy and then had to make the weight again? No, I actually, I like I said, I was rushing. It just seemed like, listen, December seemed like it's, it's that holiday. It's like a lot going on for me right now. But um, no, I still got to go back and watch that. I didn't um, I didn't peep that yet. So you saying he came in, you know, like a lot heavier or just a little bit? How did how did he look to you? Ah, uh, he looked fine. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I questioned how he felt. Um, you know. Because you want to believe you're seeing something in the body language. But he, he looked fine to me. Huh? I don't know. You know, it could have just been one of those things. I mean, we've seen guys before, you know, be a couple of ounces over and have to go run. It's not really. I don't think it's a guarantee at at struggling. Okay. Yeah, so, um, like I said, with Weatherby and Brown, I'm kind of more. I, I don't know how you feel about this fight, who you kind of leaning towards. This fight, I'm kind of like, let's see. Even though I still did a pr prediction because we know now that Marcus Brown has, uh, you know, connected with Derrick James. He got Derrick James in it, in his corner. So that's that's significant. So we're going to see if Marcus Brown has, you know, did certain things as far as progression, worked on certain areas. See, is he going to be able to adjust throughout the fight? Because he's dealing with somebody in uh, Better Beef that is a, you know, power puncher. 16 what is it 16 um 16 and over 16 knockouts so yeah he's definitely a puncher uh but 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 i think that he's uh vulnerable you know i've seen him been he's been put down twice obviously callum johnson is a puncher but james page no one's heard of him in the boxing community he was able to put better beef down the thing is that Marcus himself is a little bit chinny. I'm I'm pretty sure Marcus has went down two times in his career. Um, but you are correct. He is 16-0 with 16 KOs. A, a perfect record, and he really doesn't get that sort of hype like that. You know, at once upon a time, people thought, you know, he was the goods and everybody was high on him. But um, he's been fighting... Some lesser names as of late. Um, since the Gazdek win, which is in 2019, he took off the entire 2020. 
Then he had one fight so far in 2021, which was in March. He's going to close out the year with Arthur Betterbeef. And I think he lost a little momentum. You know, he went into that uh, unification. It was on ESPN. He scored a knockout. And, uh, you know, taking a year off, I don't know why. It, uh, you know, could have been a combination of just needing time off and, and COVID happening. Um, but he definitely lost momentum. And he's not a popular enough fighter to be fighting two times a year, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, that's true. To me, this is still more so if you are like a true boxing fan. Like, mm -hmm. you got to really, like, paying attention to Better Beave and Brown. Like, you got to really, really be tapped into boxing, in my opinion. Because boxing already is more of a, it's like its own community, its own world. I watch other sports. And so, you, we know it's other people that know certain names. And it's still, if you don't really pay a lot, a lot of attention to boxing. You might not even like you saying, especially dealing with better, better beef. Um, you really might not know all the way. So, with with this fight too, I'm also looking to see because with with Brown, I, I'm I want Brown to win this fight, but I'm looking for to see how Brown, as far as is he gonna keep his guard up because he has a tendency to drop his hands too. So I want to see what Derek James. Also, what you know, once again, what have they truly worked on? Because you can never underestimate anybody, even though we know Better Beef might have lost a little steam. You can't underestimate somebody that has that um, power punching ability. Yeah, um, that's the that's the interesting element. But I wonder if that's what's going to sway the betting line. Are we going to put our trust? And confidence in Derek James. He's proven at this point. He's been able to do some big and impressive things uh, with Jamel and Earl Spence. Jamel Charlo, Earl Spence. Obviously, if I'm not mistaken, I think I am mistaken. I think he lost to Bragamov and or Bramer, something like that. Jorgen Bramer. Robert Brand did under, 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 um, <clears throat> under, uh, Derek James. And then, uh, Rob Brandt changed him. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, maybe not sure. I'm trying to give Derek credit for the WBA that Rob Brandt won versus Marota, but few years ago now I'm not sure if, if Derek was there or that was with Eddie Mustafa Muhammad because I know he changed to Vegas at one point now I can't say this with Brown though because of his quickness I love his foot movement I love his in and out game uh Brown has let's go with the queen eyes Brown has you know really good uh fast hands so he has really good attributes so I feel like if it's kind of like fine tuned, we might see, you know, the best Brown we have ever seen. And I feel like Derrick James could, you know, really with, with his IQ and his training ability, really take Brown to the next level. If he really took in the, um, you know, the information, really received it and process it and follow the game plan come because uh, it's not Saturday. It's Friday, right? Friday night. So. I'm just I, I'm just really curious to see because, like I said, I usually be more like, oh, I know for sure who's going to win the fight. But it really depends on me what type of brown we see. And, you know, like you said, too, let's see how better be is looking as well. 
Yeah, honestly, um, I, I can't even... Uh, like, Brown got to show me that he could get this win. Uh, Better Beaver is, is the favorite. He's a big puncher. You know, Brown has been down before. Um, he struggled a little bit with, with, with Pascal, who, you know, was past his better days. Um, and I'm just checking here, see if I can see anything. And so that's why I got better be with the slight edge, though, because he is the because he is a very aggressive. He will come at you. He'll apply suffocating pressure, calculated pressure. He use a he uses different varieties of his right hand. You know, he can come with you with the with the straight right, with the right hook, with the right uppercut. So it's certain things that better better be really does good. And somebody said that in the chat right now, he is, I believe he's the only um champion with 100% knockout rate, which is true, which is accurate right now. So once again, we, we can't see, an, we can't see another knockout from better be. So Brown got to be ready. So just checking um, box rec. I, I think I found three knockdowns for Marcus Brown and two point deductions. He was deducted a point for holding in the Badu jacket fight. And early in his career, he got deducted a point for rabbit punching. So, uh, I, you know, and, and when the going gets tough, that's when the, the bullshit comes out. So I, I, I don't know. You know, this is a huge step up. But some people rise to the occasion. There's two titles on the line. Now, he was in this position in a way, right? Like, for you and I, these are the real belts. For these guys, I don't know what's real and what's not. And, and I only say that to say that when he fought John Pascal, there were two titles on the line. I believe it was two secondary titles, a WBC interim or like silver and a WBA something uh, when he fought Pascal. It says here silver light heavyweight title WBA associate interim belt was when he fought Pascal. So, you know, he has been here before. Obviously, the, the, the versions of the belt that Better Beef have are the full versions. Um, okay, they're saying Leling. Let me see that. Leling. Yeah, Brown down in, in round five for that fight. Yeah. And uh, so that's one of the knockdown is with, with Castillo, who Bivol obviously uh, boxed the 12-round decision. And then you had... Not too long ago, Callum Smith knocked Smooth out at 75. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Brown is really going to have to go in there and do a number. He's mm -hmm. going to have to show that, you know. And and I remember in Brooklyn, uh, my, my Floridian friend put him down. Um, Kalajero or Kalajeric. Uh no one, you know, only Jeffrey could pronounce this shit, bro. Uh, let me get him. But uh, you shouldn't, I'm not you, but, you know, boxing fans should remember him. It was it was when PBC was using uh, Barclays, and, and he was a Lou DiBella fighter, and he put Marcus Brown down, I believe, Ooh. early in the fight or, or, or midway through. But see what Jeffrey says. Radivokalarczyk. There you go. Radevazatkalajic, whatever that is. But uh, he's originally from Florida, St. Petersburg, but, uh, uh, you know, born in uh, Bosnia. So, yeah. Yeah, we, we got yeah, to see Will Brown. That's all I can say. 
we got we got to see because even when he faced Pascal, he was doing good at first. But it's like I don't know if he got he got too con. You know, it could it it is a such thing as overly confident, but or too too comfortable. Make sure he you know stays. I keep saying you know make sure his concentration is there and doesn't lose. You know, had that mental lapse either. Hmm. Marcus Brown is a plus 630 money line, while Better Beef is a minus 880. The over-under uh, is at eight and a half rounds at a minus 120. So the bookies believe that Better Beef or Brown will get it done in eight and a half or under, excuse me, or over. So uh, the under is eight and a half, and that's plus. So that's, uh, you know, if you believe in Better Beef, let's see Better Beef. What's his knockouts been? What round? The last couple, I think, been like the 10th round. Uh-huh, it was. 10th round, 10th round, 5th, 4th, 12th, 1st, 4th, 7th. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would definitely put some money on, let me see what prop bets they got on the first half, man, because Brown is chinny as fuck. He's chinny. So, you know, Vazdek and who else went 10, right? Well, did not, I don't know, I don't know how, who that dude Adam is and how he lasted that long. But again, better be that been out for a while too. You know, I remember that. But uh, let's see, no group bets. Nah, they why they they so they so whack. Give me a fucking group bet, bro. But let me see. Better beef by knockout is a minus two fifty. So they do believe it's gonna happen. You, you know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make your money on the over under. I would yo under is not bad at a plus one hundred with a dude that's been knocked down several times in his career. And, and, you know, when you consider Marcus Brown, right, like, he's got what? Mm-hmm. How many fights? 24. 24. 25. Six- 25 fights, and he's been down mm-hmm. about three times, two-point deductions. I expect this fight for him to get a point deduction, too, because he never been in there with this type of power and aggression. You know, he's going to mm-hmm. have to hold. He's going to be forced to do something to keep uh, – Better, better be off him. And better be is very physical too. Yeah, like you saying, he aggressive and he he he's strong and physical and he's a rough and tough type of fighter. So mm-hmm. better be is definitely gonna, you know, come at I keep saying you know. I feel like y'all it's Ness fault. I was listening to Ness and he keeps saying you know. I'm gonna blame it on you, Ness. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh what else, what was I about to say? Yes, so Better Beef is very aggressive, like you were saying. He's a very tough and rugged, physical, strong and dominant type of fighter. So Brown gotta be with the ish. He gotta really deliver that juice come Friday night. He can't be on no, he gotta, you know, fight fire with fire, but you gotta have that calculated smart fire aggression though. Bruh, when dealing with he's best. even going to 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 Better Beef's hometown. Better Beef Lives in Canada. He 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 trains with Mark Ramsey, who's like a Canadian hero when it comes to boxing. I don't know. Brown's gonna have to get a stoppage, and he he don't have the power, man. He don't he he doesn't put it together clean enough. But you know, look, he's got he's got the southpaw thing going for him. 
He's slightly taller. You know, um, I don't know that any of that is gonna 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 work or help, but we'll see. He needs, he needs to utilize the jab well. We know. Whenever you're dealing with somebody with a lot of power, you have to keep the person who is very powerful at bay. You know, but, I learned that from Timothy it. Bradley. But think about it. What, mm -hmm. I mean, you're right about that, using a jab, and, and that's a good thing because I'm correlating it with the trainer. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I heard you using a jab, I was also automatically referencing a boxer that uses his legs, and I said to myself, well, Derek doesn't teach his fighters that, like, he shows his fighter to get the to get those guys out of there. You know, be conservative, but accurate, um, mm -hmm. or high output but accurate. Not to waste punches. So I wonder, is the game plan going to be different from what we're used to, Marcus Brown? Will he try to come forward? Did they watch tape and 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 you know gas him up to believe? That James, I mean, excuse me, that that that, that better be is just as vulnerable as, as as himself. Like you've been down, but so is this guy, you know? And maybe I, you can take him down. Now I can say this though. I know what you're saying about Derrick James. The last fight when Earl Spence for, um versus uh D Danny Garcia, what I noticed though, Spence was utilizing the jab beautifully in that fight. So Even I in believe the Mikey fight, though. if What'd you say? Even in the Mikey fight, remember he threw like right. a thousand jabs. Yeah, he did. He did. But I, I noticed uh I noticed certain things even more so with the Danny Garcia fight. So I'm saying with Brown, especially dealing with Better Beef, I could see Derrick James telling Brown, you know, utilize that jab to set up the certain shot you need with that left to, you know, have more stink. But like you saying too, we don't we haven't seen can Brown even get Better Beef out of there. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't able to get Pascal. Pascal. See, the thing is, though, is a different style. Pascal brings a little bit of flavor, a little bit of, you know, athleticism. Uh, and I don't think Better Brief brings that. He brings some sort of style and flavor, just not that of a Pascal. Pascal, I feel like, is a little more agile. He could take some chances with his hands down. Like, you're going to get uh, Better Brief being him, you know, high European guard, boxing behind a jab, you know, not really doing anything outside the box. Uh, so I don't know if that helps Marcus or not. Because to me, he, he definitely struggled in that uh, Pascal fight. Mm. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. The way he kept dropping his hands down. Mm. Like, that's 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 a no-no. So, he, he looked good for a minute, but then it was certain things where... And that's, that's the key, too. The sign of a great boxer is somebody, the ability to adjust throughout the fight and see certain tendencies and flaws that the other opponent has and can, you know, adjust and really be able to do certain things to what's the word I'm looking for to capitalize on it, you know, afterwards to see certain things. So let's see if Brown is going to be again, I know I'm being repetitive, be able to adjust to certain things better be throws at him in them early rounds. Then when we get to the championship rounds, if it makes it to that point, let's see what Brown is going to be able to do. Once again, into the thick of things that juice around that sixth and seventh round, I'll call them the transition rounds to see. Then we get to me, this, that's, that kind of lets me know who's a good a good boxer and a great boxer because we see a transition when you get to that sixth through eighth round. 
Yeah, definitely those that, you know, people call the championship rounds obviously 10, 11, 12, or even 11 and 12. But, you know, I think it's the second half of the fight. That's what separates, you know, the, the men from the boys, you know. You see the stamina uh, show up or show out, and definitely you see that output, you know, either raise or, or significantly lower. But um, on the undercard... I don't really know anybody. I see the return of Steve Rose because he's Canadian. He's taking on uh, American journeyman and, and, and Christopher Booker. I mean, other than that, I don't see anything. I, I see some sort of women's junior middleweight title, but I never heard of um, Marie. Know. Okay, I mean, Dakari, I think, I think I heard of Dakari. She fought know. Clarissa. Marie okay. Eve Decare. Uh, if I'm saying that properly, if, is that who that is or is that somebody else you got to say? I Hold have on. no clue. It says junior middleweight, so it could be. Let me see real quick. Let me look this up. I'm glad you said it before I said it because I'm like, who is on this undercard? Uh, she did fight Clarissa in her last yep. fight in March. Yep, that's her. She's a southpaw. Mm -hmm. She's good with the left, aggressive. I, you know, I actually did a uh, analysis and prediction on Marie Eve to care. Uh, so yeah, southpaw, lefty, comes at you aggressive. Utilizes the left pretty well. Not familiar with Cynthia though. I would have to check her out. This is hilarious. So she just lost the IBF, uh, or or the uh, an attempt at the IBF versus Clarissa, and in her next fight, she's back in a title fight. There you go. Right, right. Well, how is that? See that that's the thing that I'm still. That's that's one of the things that I'm making my goals. The, the, oh my god! The and it's a vacant title shot. This is crazy. Yeah. It's not even like a champion is giving her a shot. Mm. Crazy. But yeah, that's the undercard of your better beef. I want to move into this news and notes. Uh, looks like the WBC has ordered David Benavidez versus David Lemieux, the battle of the Davids. Um, I just think that it's uh, un unfortunate for for better beef. I mean, I mean, excuse me, for be be Benavidez. Um, he's got all this fandom and 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 love from the public. But, man, his resume is garbage, hot garbage. Like, Lord, it's slightly better than Andre's because we know the people. But, like, I don't even have box rec pulled up. It's like Ronald Graville two times, Porky Medina, Ronald Ellis, Anthony Durrell is the biggest name. And, and now he's about to fight Lemieux, who's been washed for years. Like, mm. this is just crazy. The fact that the WBC approved this is retarded because we all know that this shit ain't even going to happen. I mean, ain't he with Golden Boy uh, Lemieux? I don't know. I don't even know that this fight happens. I don't know that, that uh, you know, if he's still with Golden Boy, I don't know how this fight happens. It would be interesting to see does it happen, but this is, uh, you know, my man's resume is poor. To be this dark horse, this is who y'all think is going to beat Canelo. This is the hilarious shit, too. You get these guys calling in here defending this motherfucker. Meanwhile, you Hold know, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You uh, said, now you don't think, you don't think David Benavidez has a shot in this at beating Canelo? David Benavidez? Yes. Not that's, fighting, that's, 
Not fighting David fucking Lemieux. No, he don't. That ain't got nothing to just because that's what was ordered. We talking about that. Hold on. That don't have anything to do with Benavidez fighting Canelo. That's getting ordered. What I'm saying is Benavidez versus he Canelo. You wouldn't Canelo. give Benavidez a chance. Benavidez is not fighting Canelo. If he was fighting Canelo, he wouldn't be fighting for an interim title, Micah. He, I know he, he know, not fight. I'm saying he hypothetically, he if it say if it was to come, okay, say if it happened, you, I'm saying you don't think Benavidez has a really good shot. I don't at, know because he been fighting cherries. The only cherry he ain't fight was Anthony Durrell. And, and and look, Anthony, you know he 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 passes better days. I'm not being fooled I, by knocking out some 54 pound, <laughs> you know. Uh, I ain't calling him a club fighter, but, you know, Marco Hernandez or Madman Hernandez, my man never been the world champ. Well, I'm telling all TBV, the chat community right now that's watching, Benavidez to me. Y'all know how, if you if you familiar, when I have came on this show on Thursday, how I've talked about Canelo. To me, in my opinion, David Benavidez is if you get a focused, locked-in Benavidez, okay, he is one of them people. It could get spicy. To, that's my opinion because when you're dealing with somebody with that type of with that type of um power with the because we're talking about power with the combinations coming coming forward towards the Canelo. I don't because believe Canelo, in his power. What, what you say? I don't believe in his power. What power? What you mean? What power? <laughs> Who he knock out, Micah? Well, y'all y'all be y'all be acting who like this dude is some dog, out? some bull. Who he knock out? Hold on, let, hold on. Let's let's go. Hold on, I had to take a sip. You made me take a sip off that. Let me um go to the let's go to the box rack real quick. Let's pull it up. Let's yeah, pull it so up. he knocked out 154 pound in his last fight. Okay, okay. And let's, then, let's, then he knocked see. out what 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 weight Ronald Ellis started at. And he never popped off. Ronald never popped. Look at all the draws, no contests, anything. Okay, this guy's a natural 68. Let's give him that. He knocked out Ronald Ellis, you know. And, and let's let's give him a little more credit. He knocked out Ronald Ellis. That's 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 yes. Canelo's... Ronald Ellis is nice. Kyron uh, no, Davis no, no, still. No, no, no. Ronald Ellis is not nice. His step up to Junior Johan is a draw. Okay. Well, 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 listen. We can. This is a matter of opinion. This is the opinion based, so we can agree to I mean, agree to disagree. I felt like Ellis still did good. He took Benavidez to the eleventh okay, round. Listen, he he showed he showed certain things like you are saying. Let, let let me finish. Like you are saying about Benavidez, where it could show. Okay, maybe in some ways, if you look how you looked at the Benavidez versus Ellis fight. Okay, Benavidez still has to fine tune certain things. But when you're talking about somebody, we just saw plant versus canelo so plant took canelo to the 11th round correct uh -huh. due to certain things but with benavidez would when you have to fight in somebody like canelo canelo you got to be able to um to get to canelo you got to be able to break him down you got he got to feel that power so who's to say I think Benavidez would definitely. I think that that I I hope that fight happens. That's one of the fights that I wish that Canelo um in the future would take. I yeah, think it'll get I spicy. Hear you. I hear you. yeah, because you know you 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 know you going off of what you think is going to happen, but what 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 Benavidez has shown us that's happened isn't been too impressive, and and none of the dudes that he's stopping is Canelo. 
and you know he's 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 taking long with them. Like Ronald Ellis, who's Canelo's spawn partner, he went eleven. Angulo, and I ain't even talking about the real Angulo. I'm talking about Romero. He went 10. Like, Darrell, who's, I ain't saying old, but he ain't young. He went 9. Like, I mean, I'm not seeing it. Ronald Graville went 24 rounds. Like, I'm not seeing it. You guys are crazy, but that's okay. I'm taking all cash bets on that day. Canelo versus Everybody, y'all tripping with this dude. And if they believed in him, uh, Samson Lewicovich would have been made the unification with Plant, which he didn't. He's on mm-hmm. record saying no. And since then, look at this resume. Like, this is just as bad as fucking Andre. Like I said, it's just you know these names, but Porky Medina, Ronald Graville, Ronald Graville, Jay Leon Love, Anthony Durrell. Romero Angulo, Ronald Ellis, Chiron Davis. Man, that oh, okay. that is not but the resume of the man that's going to beat Canelo it, Alvarez. Yeah, okay. So, and we'll see once again when when that when that day comes. <laughs> and and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Benavidez. First off, let me be very clear. And I'm not um let me be very clear. Canelo, I would still have Canelo. It's going to be hard for anybody to beat Canelo, regardless of what anybody says. I'm talking about purely. Um, it's not even about me protecting another fighter or saying I'm going based on what I see when I said it. Brandon, shout out to you. I saw you in the chat. I'm not saying that you saying that towards me, but I'm just saying that I'm going based on what I see as far as the pure boxing skill set. When Canelo gets in that ring, it's going to be hard for anybody to beat him. What I'm saying when it comes up against Canelo versus Benavidez is certain things that I see that could make the fight an interesting fight. You, um, I feel like you have to give Benavidez that you know credit because due to his power due to his age due to certain things that in his abilities he can do to me you just said Ronald Ellis trains with uh Canelo to me that's significant so he still learned some certain things from Uh Canelo so when he got when he got in the ring with Benavidez it showed Ellis to me still did things uh well uh Anthony Durrell we cannot just walk over to me Anthony Durrell has um high quality boxing Anthony Durrell was going life and death with year to man I don't know we gonna have to I don't know listen we'll see we'll see we will yeah we if if that if that fight comes if that fight comes about we'll see just like I told y'all what was gonna happen of course you know I want I don't want to be overconfident because we all gonna be wrong and boxing is unpredictable you never know what can happen on any night but just like I said with Plant and Canelo that that prediction is certain people thought I was crazy then I said Canelo going to get planned out in the late. Now, I wasn't one of them people that was going to say he was going to get him out early because in my mind, I was thinking, OK, plant should be able to last to a certain point. And we're not even talking on the fact that how about plant versus Benavidez? Who? who I want to know who, Benavidez, who people think on. They, they didn't do it when they had belts. They ain't going to do it now. That's how I look at yeah. it. Right. I mean, and I could just be being bitter, you know, but. They ain't doing when they have belts, man. Out here playing games. But you, you got Ness. You gotta, you, you kind of gotta, 
Look at Benavidez some more. I'm telling you, Benavidez. That could be not saying that he gonna be Canelo. I'm looking at that, that resume. Could be a, a, a juice though, spicy fight for I'm, sure. I'm looking at that resume, Mike. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Okay. And that resume, sheesh, that shit hot garbage. <laughs> Yo, the fact that he about to fight Lemieux right now, you know Lemieux started at 54, right? Oh, you ain't know that. Okay, yeah. David Lemieux started at 54. I just hope you know. Like, he, he's on some Charlo shit. He said, fuck it. Charlo don't want to fight me, so I'm going to do what he do. I'm going to try and rack up as many motherfucking 154-pounders as possible. Because, like, David, I'm I'm 100% sure he started at 54. I'm Googling it right now just okay. to look better. But, yeah, look at that. 55, 53, 54, 54. He had a whole career at 54. Then he moved to 60. Uh, yeah, I mean. So why I don't you think he's not getting what, you know, what, what's the deal with Benavidez? Why they he might not be. Him. They de- he young. Remember what? He's 22 years old. He young. Mm-hmm. You I know, they trying to make he's sure. He's 25. They trying to make sure he ain't a kid no more and make sure he, he done playing games. Remember, he lost his belt. You know, he was partying. You know, you know, they trying to make sure he's straight. I saw, that's the only thing I could see because, or they trying to work on that squaring up that he do because they know Canelo going to sit his ass down. He square up in front of Canelo like that. He going to be taking a seat on the baby chair real quick. <laughs> 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 Telling y'all. Yo, and, and, yo, y'all got, and he got put down too. Y'all try to overlook that. Like, Ronald, no one ever heard of you. Graville didn't put him down. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. He put him down in the 12th. In the 12th. When was that? Oh, you know, oh. 2017. Oh. Okay. How 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 quick we, we forget. You know what I'm saying? Let Canelo shoot one of them straight rights at his ass. See if he getting up. Fuck. Fuck is he going down? Is he going to get up? Y'all playing. Calling this, this the guy? This the guy? Nah. Nah, at least so. Who Loma, you think? Who, who do you think would give Canelo the most work, or at least make it the most no, highly competitive? Nobody coming off a of Lemieux win. <laughs> we ain't talking about you can you can say that all you want to. Nobody. It it's about if they both get in the ring. Listen, listen. Some people, um, like how you just said before when we was talking about better v versus brown people also rise to the occasion we might see the best benavidez we have ever seen it's a it's still a reason why certain people say certain things about benavidez so you know but we could we could disagree but i see i see what you're saying though i see exactly what you're saying listen the advantages that benavidez has over most fighters is that he's he he, he was a heavyweight and, you know, 15, 16, 17, you know, he was already spawned professionals that people were afraid to fight. He was spawned Gennady. And other big-ass names because he was so big. Um, but Canelo spars heavyweights too, and he has, like, a trella full of experience. You know, Benavidez is a little trunk and a fiat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's his experience is is that small. It's a little baby trunk in a Fiat that he doesn't even fit in. Canelo's, you know, he he just got so much experience. It's a trailer behind his career. 
I just don't see it. I don't see it. Canelo's nowhere near old enough neither. Like, whenever they give Benavidez a shot, Canelo's going to be, what, 31, 32, 33, still in his fucking prime? Like, there's no way this dude... And again, look, this is the experience they're trying to give him, David. <laughs> he's, about to learn, he's about to beat Canelo because he, he, he fought David Lemieux in 2022. Because it ain't happening this year. Come on. No way. No way. And this is sad because he needs to holler at Al. You know, you've already said you're willing to take vaccinations. You're willing to do a catchway. You know, it's obviously the Mayweather green print. You doing everything you could to make the Jamal Charlo fight. And this is the best they come up with because Charlo doesn't want to fight you. You got to fight David Lemieux. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Come on, and it's not fair that because he's Mexican and Ecuadorian, we ain't going to shit on it. But when it's Charlo and it's Andre fighting 54-pounders that nobody gives a fuck about, they get put through the ringer. Let's put this guy through the ringer. Come on, you can't be out here calling out Charlo and Canelo and turning around and fighting Lemieux. Lemieux is like dog shit. And I, ain't, that's, I say that with all the respect in the world. All he got is a puncher's chance. We all know that. He he got a mere conscience. Like, y'all crazy, David Lemieux. Hilarious. This is WBC is protecting uh Benavidez. We all know it. They don't need to make an interim fight, so that's protecting them from the Canelo inevitable ass kicking. And they're putting them in an interim fight with David fucking Lemieux. Like Lemieux is a wet paper bag at this stage of his career. <laughs> Yo, it's hilarious. I swear. See, I keep it all the way around. I don't care who's the fighter. Y'all don't do that shit. And I'm not saying you, uh, uh, Micah. I'm saying in general, like, the public. How, in 2022, how is this okay? Like, David Lemieux in 2022 should be fighting like uh, David Morrell. You know what I'm saying? And even that looks bad because Morrell's a regular champion. But Morrell got like six, seven fights. <laughs> Benavidez got like 20-something fights fighting David Lemieux in 2022. This shit is comical. This shit is comical. Comical. For real. I mean, hilarious. I don't get it. But... I guess I'm a hater then, man. I don't know. Shout out to the WBC, man. Protecting. They making an interim title when the champion's available. Champion ain't even announced a cruiserweight fight. He ain't, he ain't announced no bridgeweight fight. He ain't do none of that. They making an I, interim title because they like, fuck that, man. We ain't putting you in there, champ. We so trying to get that Mexican money from both of y'all. So I got a quick question for you. Who would you have... Uh, Jamal versus Benavidez. You going with Marty if they was to fight? Who you got? Uh, I don't know, but I probably lean towards the the champion that kept his belt that that was disciplined enough. I know I know he's shown some drunken days, so some will try to you know com compare that to Benavidez's partying. But I think that uh, Charlo obviously parties less. This Charlo, big Charlo. You know, he's got a, he, he lives with his family. He lives with his wife and his children. You know, you know, I smoke. Some people drink. That's their problem. You know what I mean? 
Uh, but I think that that Charlo at least at least was disciplined enough to keep his belt. Um, he's been defending his belt, um, and and you know, he's got that amateur background. You know, he's got that. He's technical. He's with Ronnie. Uh, obviously, people will probably lean towards Benavidez because of the Kurabov fight and, and, and other things. But I, I, I seen that Dervianchenko fight in a different way. Um, I, 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 I was very impressed with, with Charlo's defense in that fight. It was nice. Uh, did you see who Dervianchenko just fought uh, last? He's nice. I did see who. Uh, uh, I was live I think, at that Is he fight. Dominican too? He is. He is. Carlos Adamas is Dominican. De lo mio. Shout out to him. He got the win, you mm -hmm. know. And he impressed me because I didn't think he would get the win. I thought, you know, um, I, 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 I didn't know how that chin was. You know, he, didn't, he wasn't looking good with the chin. But, uh, you know, he was able to withstand the storm. And he got through Dervianchenko, you know, tough fight. But Dervianchenko's on like fourth straight loss or something like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He like Lemieux right now. I, mm. I, I, I like Benavidez. I, 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 I really feel, I really feel right now. Of course, you know, I got to go back. You know, I love going back and watching certain fights again. So I got to go back, do my own research see see how i feel but I, I definitely like benavidez and i could see that fight for for sure for sure once again i could see listen i could see him doing a few things towards canelo because of that power and that combination game i just like certain things that i see from benavidez mm -hmm. why i see it could get it, it could be spicier than than what most people think it could be yeah, ah. the only thing that's gonna be spicy <laughs> is the baby food canelo put nah. in the Put in the high chair when he sit his big ass down. That's all. Come on, man. Ronald Graville put him oh, down, man. man. That's going to fight week. Man. I'm going to make sure to go to fight week just to yeah. say that. Like, yo, if Ronald puts you down, you know, you think Canelo puts you down? Like, come on. Like, talk to me. You know? I don't know. <laughs> but listen, moving on, we got hella fights to talk about. That was just... See, I knew that was going to be it. But anyway, giving you the facts... It's going to be for an interim WBC interim 168-pound uh, avoid Canelo belt. And it'll be on Showtime televised in April or May. <laughs> Speaking of Canelo, let's see if he tries to go on the Canelo date. Yeah, I mean, doubt it. So moving on to Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Eight-round cruiserweight fight with a five hundred thousand dollar knockout bonus for mr woodley i don't really got too much to say about that i don't listen man woodley i i that was lackluster that's the best word i could use for for woodley and and jake paul but i this, hope woodley but this do part something two, a little better this part two you don't think they going you know man. like try to come with something different from the first I don't I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not paying for that. Mm. No, no, definitely not. Not not after not after that first one. It it really didn't. And the only reason why I would pay is because you know I, I do want to support the other boxes who's on that undercard. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda Serrano. Serrano. I mean I mean listen, you gotta even be tapped in. Let let's ask TBB family. Do some of you guys I know people who watch football and basketball, Darren Williams versus Frank Gore? You kidding me, right? You kidding me? 
Who who in the chat knows who Darren Williams is? You gotta be tapped into basketball like me to even you know what? <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do that one. I'll I'll let you know. I'll let everybody else tell me what happened. Mm. Woodley, I don't know what 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 that was. Let me know how you feel. That that first one didn't really do nothing. Yo, this is crazy. My city just put a 15 foot totally off topic, but like, you know, I guess I love that I live in a city that is uh that has precautions, but like nothing has happened. And just because it's Christmas season, they put a 15-foot observation tower in the middle of the shopping center just to scare criminals away in case they try to break into your car while you're shopping. That's insane. You know that's tax dollars. They ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just saying. Back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> you know what? what I'm saying? Oh, okay. What the fuck? Don't no, nah, for real. That's crazy. But hey. Oh, yes, I'm going to Tampa. Said, yeah, Darren Williams did used to be cold. He was actually, they at one point in the time in the NBA, they were saying him versus Chris Paul as far as, you know, uh, point guards who was like the it, you know, had that it factor that really gave out that work. But anyway. Who the hell yeah. is that? There, see, this is what I'm talking about. Darren Williams. He used to be, he was an excellent point guard at one point in time before, you know, his career kind of, as far as he didn't do, to me, he didn't live up to as great as I thought he was going to be, even though he was a excellent point guard, especially in his prime. But due to injuries and certain things and certain moves that he did in the NBA, it didn't go I, how I thought his career would go, or whatever. So he's going up against Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Frank Gore is a uh, NFL player, so you know. Yeah, I mean, I heard of this Frank Gore thing. Uh, I don't know who Mr. Williams is, but <laughs> you know they heavyweights. I seen Gore training with somebody. Um, so I'm a. I mean, I'm a be there live. I'm a be there live. So I'm not paying for this. I'll be there live. I, and you know. Whatever, I'll check it oh, out. Oh, where is it at? Tampa. Oh, that's why you're like, there you going to Okay. We in the billing in Tampa. It's yeah. gonna, it is going to do, you know, do numbers so you get the views and stuff live. Yeah, I'm pretty One thing sure. about Jake Paul. <laughs> I think it'll be sold out because um, he sold out Cincinnati. And, uh, you know, people are big on Tyrone. And now that they thought he, he won the fight or that it should have been a Keem, Obviously, he stops Lemieux. I mean, this is what I'm saying. This is a worthless fight. Like, of course. Who's not going to pick him to stop? I bet you it'd be like a minus 1,000 for the stoppage. Remember I said that. But anyway, going to Manchester. This is probably the second best fight of the weekend. You know, you would figure uh, Marcus Brown better be his two titles on the line. And then you got this. No titles on line, but... Significant nonetheless. Chisora, if he loses, does he still get the quote-unquote trilogy with Tyson Fury? You know, Fury came out, doubled down on his hit list this week, and obviously Chisora's trilogy was on that list. Another good name, fight in general, is uh, Carlos Gongora versus LeBron Richards. I wish this would have been Craig Richards, but obviously Craig is a super, uh, uh, Craig is a light heavyweight now. 
Um, but he he was in in Vegas and and training with Kate Kamara, so I want to see what Richards has learned. But this is another Richards, still another good Richards, and he's taking on Carlos Gengora, the IBO champ. They don't have the IBO belt listed here. I don't know if they hating or what, but uh, you know. Then you got the return of Zelfa Barrett. He's back. I don't know who the hell Bruno not Mars is because this guy's name is Bruno Tarmino. But uh, or Tamino, uh, but, but yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, who else is on this Manchester card? Looks like Jack Cullen, he's on there. Is that the super mid? That is the super middleweight, yeah. That guy, you got to keep your eyes on him, Micah. Who tell me again, Jack Cullen? He's uh, he's looking like he might, he might pan out. Jack Cullen, no, okay. that's not him. Well. This I did watch him beat Yeardum, but this is not the dude I, I I was thinking about. It's supposed to be an undefeated guy. I'm mixing him up. I'm mixing him up. Mixing him up. And who else is on here? Jordan Thompson. No, no. Mm, yeah, that's about it for me. I'm tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapping out. I'll definitely watch the main event and the co-main event. If I'm absolutely doing nothing, maybe Selfa Barrett gets a watch from me. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Joseph Parker. Um, he's got an educated jab. Uh, I think he's fresher of the two. You know, Trezora brings that pressure and that, and that, 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 you know, uh, come forwardness and aggression, but it's it's never really effective aggression. But I'm gonna definitely pick Parker to win a a decision. I don't think he stops Tajora. You know, not many people have done that. You there, Micah? No, you're not picking on that fight. You don't you don't know Tajora. Hold up. No, no, my thing was messing up my. Mm. Hold on one second. I don't know what's going on. It's the I don't know if it's the Skype or my stuff. Okay, uh, what was you saying? It was going in and out on my end. You were saying uh, picking between. I think you said Parker versus Chazor. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I I guess I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna agree with you on this one. Oh man, my stuff messing up. Okay, yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna lean more towards uh I'm gonna go with Parker. Did you say you was going with Parker? I am, I am. He's the better boxer in my opinion. I, like I said, I feel like Chazor's aggression, uh, you know, it could be effective sometimes, but I think, you know, overall, you know, he could be outboxed. The, I think I think the best per the best the guy to get the best win over Chazora. Uh, it's probably David Hay, man. David Hay, he stone colded uh, Chizora on HBO about twenty years ago and shit. That was a beautiful. What was it? A, a left hook, maybe. What year was that? Two thousand and twelve. Jesus Christ! In the fifth round, has anybody ever done it that good? Let me see. Three stoppages. Was Vlad one of those? Dillian got one, and then obviously Hay got the other. Was Vlad? Uh, 
Damn, he went 12 with Hellenius. Yo, Chizora's been around the block. How old is this guy? 37, bro. He's a fresh 37. Even with all those fucking rounds, bro. He still gives you, you know, every bit of himself sometimes. Uh, David Hay. Ah, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Good old Fury got the stoppage over this guy. He retired on a stool in a 10th. He's durable, man. Parker's going to get the decision. What's the betting line for the decision for Parker? Let me check my bookie. Yeah, he ain't getting no stoppage. Parker be fucking boxing first, man. I don't. Does anybody remember the last time Parker even got a stoppage? Does he? Does he stop anybody? Sheesh. Let me see here. Checking the betting lines on mybookie.ag where you can use the code BETTBV if you're going to make a bet. Bet responsibly. Let me see. If I'm not speaking, it's because I'm trying to get my stuff. Just letting you know that. Restart, if anything. Uh, Parker Chisora. Wow, it's pretty even. 280, minus 280 for Parker and uh, plus 220 for Chisora. But I would, damn, that's, I mean, you know, that's not, he's not that big of an underdog. Like, I would figure he'd be more of an underdog. He's not. And uh, Parker by decision is plus 140 still. That, man, I should lock that shit in. I need to make some money. He ain't getting no stoppage over to. Is Chazor retired, though? At this age, is this motherfucker going to quit on the stool on some tired shit? Parker down early in the first round. That's right. He got knocked down in that first fight. Fucker. Still came back to win, though. Yeah, I'm going to give Parker the slight edge. I'm going to give, I ain't going to say slight edge, but yeah, I, I can see Parker pulling that one out. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's pretty sure. Mitty, what's up, champ? You available? You sleep over there? I'm thinking that decision is a sexy bet at a plus 140. Let me ask my little betting people over here because that feels right. He ain't stopping. The th Again, my only fear would be fucking Chizora decides today is the day he's done boxing and he retires on the fucking stool, then gives Parker the knockout somewhere. Then somebody... You wildin'. Parker decision. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the decision. Let me see what else. So then Gungora, I'm gonna go with Gungora. Uh, Mr. Richards is gonna have to show me that he can get it done. Right now, Gungora is, uh, you know, defending. I, I met him, too, the other day. Where the fuck was I at? He was, yo, he, nobody even know. Oh, was that in? Was He was over here, I think, in, uh, at the Triller fight, maybe, is where I seen him. I think he was in the, in the, in the, in the Evander Holyfield fight. And uh, people didn't even know who he was, man. And I, obviously, I put a little shine on him, and he was so happy. 
right, I sent this text. Took me 20 hours to send it, but I sent it to the team, see what they think. Oh, yeah, you're trying to get your bets off. <laughs> Hold on, so is... Do you know Gungora or no? You're not picking on that fight? You don't know? No, I, I, I'm not as... No. Yeah. I'm going to have to lean towards your decision on, on that one. I'm going to have to trust your judgment. <laughs> I hope. I mean, I hope I'm right. I, I, I think I am. I'm pretty sure. Let me check out Richards. He's undefeated, but he's been on a domestic level. I've watched his fights. I don't think he's taken a step out of that domestic level from what I'm looking at. It ain't dead either. Yeah. Let me do a quick plug while we talking about this really quickly. For those who who do who you know who do like my voice, make sure you go to Afternoon Sports Slay. Listen, I'm about I'm at like six thirty eight. About let's say, oh I can't even do the math right now. It's been one of them days. Oh my goodness! Like anyway, I'm trying to get to that thousand mark. If you truly support me, you truly love boxing, I just dropped the Marcus Brown versus Arthur Better Beef um, prediction and analysis video. Make sure you check that out once again at Afternoon Sports Slay. Okay? Um. So, yeah, I think I'm going to stop there <laughs> in terms of predictions. But we do have another fight, and this is the crazy one. This is... This is also uh, on the zone, but it's going to be, uh, let me go back to the schedule. This one is going to be on, or I mean, in either Ukraine or Uzbekistan. Let me just double check. But yeah, this is what I'm saying. The zone obviously doesn't care because they got like three different cards on, on, on the same weekend. Uh, they need to just go ahead. And cut some checks to, to, to Al to bring them fighters over there. So we ain't got to have all these damn pay-per-views anymore. Because uh, they proving it with this weekend, man. Everybody's getting TV time that's on the zone. But let me see. Boxing. Sketch. So, that yeah, it is in Uzbekistan. This is happening in Uzbekistan. Israel Masvidal. Versus Michael Soro. Don't miss this fight. You can watch it on the playback. I mean, you ain't got to watch it live. But that's a real fight. That's a real fight. That's, that's you know, for Israel, let me see. I think, uh, let me double check who he's beat. I know he got a couple fights and he's already on a tear in the division. Yeah, he's 7-0, 5 KOs. He beat Eric Walker. We've seen that. Eric Walker's from the... From the contender. And that's about the biggest name he got. So, Soro is a huge step up, though. But it's going to be in his hometown. So, that's that's the bad part. Hold on. So, when are all these fights coming on? They all coming on at certain times on Saturday? or? Yeah, let me tell you. This one is on a uh, Friday. This is going to be Friday on the zone Tomorrow. Boxing is wild. I'm just, I be, t listen, this is where I be tweeting. Oh, it's shit. no joke. Ain't this the dude? Ain't this, this says super middleweight. I was about to say, ain't this Jamel Charlo's mandatory Malakulia, but this another dude? 
Oh, this is Beck the bully. Oh, wow. They got they bringing him back, too. The Duguay-Brizado stop is back Friday as well. Beck the bully. So this this is all... That's crazy. That's because they, they launched... I think they launched the zone, um, like, Uzbekistan or, or Ukraine or some shit. Mm. So they doing a whole card out there. That's what's up. You know, Israel Mazardov gets the uh, gets the gets the fucking main event in his hometown. That's dope. His first what five fights have been in uh, America, so he gets to go home with seven fights. That's that's decent. <laughs> that's decent. But uh, yeah, don't miss this fight. Michael Sorro is no slouch. Let me see. The issue. I gotta though. check, like what, what, what time? Oh, all this, all this come Yo, on. See, this is the problem with boxing. Michael Soro hasn't fought since 2019. This kid is good too, man. I don't know that he's gonna be good. Um, with that sort of a layoff, that's like three years, man. What the fuck? This guy is terrible. Damn, and Mitty ain't this one of your boys from France, man? This dude is nice, man. He beat uh, Greg Venditti. That's a common opponent with Laura. Um, the, be the the minute I start watching him, let me see where that fight is at. Not the Castaño fight. Not the Glenn Tapia. It was one before. That. I think, oh, there you go. They robbed him in that Douglas fight. They gave him a draw in that Douglas fight. He, bruh. I ain't gonna say it just him, but but him and the dude Katsidis that that went to jail for racketeering, man, they they ruined Michael Douglas. They ruined Michael Douglas. Um, but that's when I first started watching him. Dan, that was 2014. I got hip to him. He put hands on Douglas. I'm like, what the fuck? After that, I've been I've been watching him. Then he put hands on on Glenn Tapia real bad. And uh, I was really locked in after that. Um, and he went he went all 12 with Castano, who's the puncher. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be a good fight, you know? He might upset Masvidal. Uh, obviously, Masvidal has a little bit more power at a 71%. But Soro, he's not, a, he's not just a pure boxer. Like, he's got power. He's got a decent knockout ratio. He gets your respect. He's a good boxer. He's not short. This is a good fight, but it's a good fight and a bad fight because fucking guy's been out since 2019. That's insane. 2021. So he's been out two years. And it's actually 25 months this guy's been out. It's fucking... That's not that's not good for the, you know. That's not good. But hopefully he puts up a decent fight. So that's that. And then we're still not done because on Saturday, Golden Boy has a card and it's a light heavyweight eliminator to the uh Dimitri Bivol belt, right? At light heavyweight if I'm not mistaken. And that's Gilberto Ramirez versus Uneski, also on the zone from San Antonio on Saturday. Then you got a nice setup on the undercard. 
they tripping, making Marlon Esparza the opening bout when she's fighting for the WBC women's title. She's defending. So it should be Lamont Roach who's fighting Renee Alvarado in a non-title fight opening up, but he's not. He And then you got Sinisa defending her WBO. She already put hands on Marlon, but that was like pre... I mean, post-pregnancy. Uh, so Esparza, she had to get off all that pregnancy weight and all that. They probably setting this up to do a unification. They both in the flyweight division. They both gonna have. They both have titles. So hopefully they both win and we get the rematch. Cause you know, there's really no names in those divisions other other than them that I know of anyway. But this is a whole nother card on the zone. So the zone giving you definitely some bang for your buck this weekend. They got three boxing cards: Golden Boy Matchroom, and then. I guess matchroom fucking Uzbekistan. Crazy. Ooh, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of boxing for the for the boxing fans if you tapped in like that. What's right. going on, guys? Can you hear me? Ray the business. What, what up? up what's up? What's up? Micah just uh checked out your page. Shout mm-hmm. out to Afternoon Sports Slay. Just subscribed. Appreciate you. Thank you. I know. You gotta you gotta you community you have a YouTube channel. I do have a YouTube, but I don't like oh, you know, I really, subscribe. really uh, take care of it like I should. So, you know, give me a couple weeks and I'll make it ni- look nice and pretty for y'all. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Let's definitely get that up. And Ness, listen. Now, the next time I come on here, starting in the new year, when I come on on Thursdays, mm-hmm. you, you, are you gonna make sure to have my intro? Uh, I think Brandon sent it already, right? Yes, and I never, and this is the second time. Now, you know the the queen wants her there intro. Is let, let the queen get it off real quick. Let me, let, let me get through it. Let's break it down. I'm going based on my eye test. You ain't nothing but a secret fan. Thank you. I love you anyway. You're going to be confident, and I'm going to stand on my ground. You know, I see you scrying with your face. I don't know, maybe you're looking at the chat. Subscribe to Afternoon Sports Slay, and my ID is at MK Sports Slay. Going to the top. I'm looking for true, loyal supporters. And I hope this message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. The boxing voice. Okay, okay, I, I like it, I like it, but I want to make sure it when it drops, when, when I do the Thursdays, listen. Okay. But when I come and I pop up. But I'm going to message you. I'm going to message you next so you can be reminded. Yeah, yeah. I need that. <laughs> I need that. I needs that. But I'm going to go ahead and pick Ramirez. Ramirez is getting a cherry. Like, he's doing worse than Benavidez. Let, 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 so just so just so people know my energy is the same. Like, he gets no passes either. Uneski is even worse. Like, he's even more done than Lemieux. And he never been as successful as Lemieux. This is the definition of, like, make him look good. Guaranteed he sleeps Uneski. Let me see if they got this dude on the fucking betting thing. Let me see. Guaranteed. Look, I never pick. <laughs> I, never, I rarely pick, like, outcomes. Like, I'd rather pick the winner. Guaranteed Ramirez sleeps this dude. 
Now watch Ramirez shit the bed and, and don't fucking get the knockout. <laughs> but I promise you, he should be getting the fucking knockout. You you blow on Uneski, he falls over, man. It's crazy. Ray, Ray, have you heard of Uneski Gonzalez? No, I mean, last time I seen him fight was, um, I mean, a while ago, man. HBO um, days, bro. Dude's <clears throat> yeah, that's what time. I'm saying. So I haven't seen him fight in a minute. But, I mean, you know, they're just going to make Zordo look good. Yeah. And like you said, you know, hopefully he gets that knockout, builds that name up a little bit more. And at this point, I feel like all these guys are just kind of in the Canelo sweepstakes. They're trying to get that extra lottery ticket. And, you know, they keep asking everybody, you know, you want that Canelo fight? Of course they do. Yo, why my man Elantes Fox doing this shit to him? He really in there with, with bro, so this is 12, oh, because that's the, oh my God, so PBC got a card too? Who's fighting on PBC? PBC must got a card that we don't know about, because where the fuck is David Morrell fighting? He ain't fighting on, on Showtime's card. That's say December 18th. What? What's up? You going to Tampa? Yeah, I am. All right. I'll see you there, my friend. Oh, you will be there? Cool. Absolutely. Me and my fiance riding out with uh, two of our friends. Where is David Morrell fighting? Or does the betting line have him listed in December 18th? And he's done that. I, I don't get this. Hmm. That's Saturday, December 18th, 8 p.m. Are you asking where is he fighting, like, yeah, like geographically? What, no, like, what, 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 uh, it's not on the schedule. What on network? On oh, Fox. no, versus. It's, you know, it's on Fox. Wow, ESPN and Fox beefing? They don't even have it on their schedule. That's some bullshit. Yeah, it says on Fox. Wow, that's, that's a, yo, that's a whole nother card. Who we got on that card? Fight details. What the hell? That's a lot of boxing this weekend. Lord. It's a lot to catch up with because I'm not going to be watching it all. I'm going to be in the arena. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like the zone. You know, you can go back and stream everything. Yeah, man. The on yes, demand thank on the you, zone right? Yeah, that's is, why I love the zone. Yeah, yeah. 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 even the, even the ESPN back. Plus. You know, some of the ESPN Plus. If I, if I miss a little bit of the ESPN, I go back mm-hmm. and I watch it. But then... You know, some of these PBC cards, it's like, oh, oh man, I'm just shit out of luck. Yeah, they got an app, and they don't even have the on-demand there. Like, is is you could only use their app for live. It's so trash. Corny. Super. But uh, that's all the fights. Uh, last <laughs> news and note I got is just reporting that uh, the still very popular Lomachenko did an average of 1.129 and peaked out at 1.2 versus Comey. That's good numbers. It's good numbers. You know, de- decent numbers, man. So shout out to Loma. You know, yeah, still bringing them in. That's good. Mm. Do we have any uh, pay-per-view numbers yet? Oh, for, for, for Tate? From, yeah, from the Weasel Espinosa? Uh, no, but I was looking at LRB's Twitter today, and I think they're they're not giving the numbers because people are making their own narrative. I seen him saying something about how Espinoza answered a question about digital buys and said that just digital U.S. buys was 100,000 
and people have taken that and switched the narrative to yeah, switched the narrative to Tank only sold a hundred thousand. So the stance that I am interpreting from Ellerby's tweets is that he is not. Uh, they're not in any rush to say anything because people are going to do what they want. Like, he went as far as to bring up uh, Mayweather, Magre- Mayweather Guerrero and how, you know, they were saying they did a million and writers were saying they did 900. So he was like, man, we've been here before, you know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that we get those numbers. Yeah, I mean, if they don't release those numbers, then I feel like it's for a reason. But I definitely... You know, just to kind of gauge, I feel like everybody, we should get those numbers. Also, I want to hear, you know, what the conversation goes like between you and Lady Shan once those numbers come out. I heard that that episode the other day. <laughs> oh, I heard that. I heard that, too. I wanted yeah. to uh, I wanted to put a little input on that as well. But I'm going to pump the brakes on that one for right now, because I don't know if you know, Ray. Uh, I, I, I'm one of my favorites is Tank. I know a lot of people in this community is is very, you know, it gets real spicy with the with the Tank debates and going back and forth. Is he truly a pay per view star? Is he not the numbers like you said? You know, I was waiting too because I've been look paying close attention to Leonard Ellaby's um tweets as well. So I was waiting to see where they gonna release the numbers. I wanted to see certain things. I have a difference of opinion of it anyway because I'm like, I agree with Ness and the fact that when he said uh, Isak Cruz was a, uh, you know, it was the replacement. It was certain things. Of course, certain people are going to say it's excuses, but looking looking at it overall, boxing to me, because I, I don't just watch boxing like some people might on this channel. Boxing is such a niche sport that I don't even... I, I still feel like certain things are bet, you know, are still good because I don't hear too many people. Boxing is one of those sports where if you're not really, really plugged into it, a lot of people don't even know certain names and certain things like that. So I just really look at it from a different perspective. I want to make sure I get all my research and sources really, really tight because I know this debate is going to come up uh, a lot and I'm going to come with it. When when the time comes for this, but I was I was trying to wait too, and I was interested. Yeah, that that debate that Ness and uh, Lady Chan went back and forth a little while back. It was it was it was good, and I saw certain points from both sides. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? It's the I, I will say the shame is is that I feel like at the end of the day, whatever the number is, isn't going to be an accurate assessment of Tank's stardom um, due to the fact that they sold this on a Sunday. Right during football season, but doesn't uh, that show his stardom? I mean, fifteen thousand in L.A. on a football day during a football game. Well, yeah, I mean, people are gonna people are gonna show up in person, but around the country, who's gonna actually buy the fight? Especially the fact that they're selling us this fight. I mean, my thing was is I was a little upset that they were selling me this fight for seventy five dollars on a Sunday night, bro. Like you, you gonna ruin my Monday? I was a little <laughs> hot on Monday morning. I can't even lie, man. I was like, damn, I got no sleep last night. Main event wasn't over till like one o'clock. I had fun. Over- I hate to be the guy that I, I'm like considered the shell, but I went there live, man. I didn't uh-huh. think it could be done. Like this dude did it in Atlanta on a Sunday. 
turned mm-hmm. around and did it in fucking L.A. on a Sunday. And it's like I said, man, I'm from the East Coast. I'm not used to those type of Mexicans in L.A. L.A. Mexicans a whole nother level. That shit was a movie, bro. Tank brings out a hot... Listen, I went to Haney and then flew straight to Tank from L.A. to... From Vegas to L.A. Different energy. The the crowd was just... Listen, both had amazing crowds, but Tank got a... And and Tank had Tank had certain people. This is another thing. Regardless of whether people agree or disagree, you had Carmelo Anthony at that fight. You had Kawhi Leonard. And so when I'm naming certain names that certain people in the boxing community um, might not know or don't watch a lot of basketball, when you're bringing certain names of that high caliber, it still lets you know that Tank is a star. In particular, listen to me closely. In particular, with the climate of boxing right now, we're talking about 2021 going into transitioning into 2022 with the pandemic still going on everything then you're dealing with then you have they have to compete with basketball with football in other sports so it's not a once again it's not a lot of people that know too many names in boxing you have a canelo okay you have certain people you have a spitz there's certain people that draws you in where um, people that don't watch boxing on the regular would know their name. So whenever you go to the Staples Center, somebody like Tank, that's still letting you know he has that it factor, he has that draw factor, and he is a star. You cannot take that from him. And also with Isai Cruz, this was a late replacement, like Ness was trying to tell Lady Chan. This wasn't – who did we want to see at first? We thought Roley. we wanted to see Roley, okay? Word. So everybody was looking for – you know, looking forward to see him versus Roley. A lot of people didn't even know about Issa Cruz, but if you was knowledgeable and if you did your research, because a lot of people said also, oh, this is just such a easy fight. Of course, I thought, all right, that Tank was going to be able to get the job done. We know he got injured, his left hand in particular. That's very significant because Tank is a soft paw fighter, okay? Let's address that as well because it seems like you just, everybody wants to um, throw that under the rug. Okay, if you want to say no excuses, that's fine and dandy. But when we talk about Isak Cruz, if you really paid attention to his body of work, he really was a tougher opponent. That is what Tank said too. And Isak is not nobody where people was just saying, oh, Oh, it, it it basically you heard a lot of people before that fight saying, Oh, that's 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 nothing. No, where if you actually did your research on Isak, he is a certain type of fighter and he you he has that shell defense. It was hard to really get into, you know, as far as placing certain punches to even get Isak Cruz. Now some people gonna say, Oh, it doesn't matter, this and that, but really pay attention to his whole skill set as well. Now and I believe if if Tank was if if the uh, hand didn't get injured, I believe he still would have got him out of there. But I also can say too, Tank did face adversity. I feel like everybody in that lightweight division leading up to okay, we know Tao lost. Then you had Haney who fought JoJo Diaz, who was an experienced fighter. All right, so Haney uh, showed uh, certain things, and I feel like we we learned certain things in the lightweight division, and it lets you know that boxing is uh very unpredictable and just because we have them at the top tier it's a lot of fighters that we don't know about that still got that work example prime example cambosis a lot of people didn't think cambosis was gonna beat tail so i just feel like we we time will tell who the true number one will be a lot of people saying oh this person this person 
we you know we'll see but i ain't gonna i'll get more into the tank at a later time but that's just some of the things that i that i noticed or saw yeah definitely uh so to trail on that a little bit um Cambosis, man i feel like they're gonna make a movie about that guy you know i, I listened to all of his interviews and whatnot you know the story that he had over the past year definitely inspirational um i feel like they can make a real good movie out of that but on the tank subject um personally man you know um like like you're saying the way boxing is now it's it's more of a a, a niche sport to the hardcore fans and i've said it several times that when you sell pay-per-views you're selling pay-per-views to not only the hardcore fans the hardcore fans are going to buy it but you have to sell to the casual fans right that's where you really test your stardom is to the casual fans and personally i don't think it really mattered whether it was roly isa cruz you know my my garbage men they're tuning in for tank people are looking for tank they don't really care about roly or whatnot you know i i didn't hear anybody talking about roly the labor placement none of that i don't think that had it might have had a, a slight you know, effect in the sales, but I think the biggest effect in the sales was going to be that Sunday night um, slot instead of a Saturday night slot. When you look at his other pay-per-views, you know, they were like, what, 200, 225? So to put it on a Sunday, you know, you're definitely going to see less of that. And like I said, it's just, uh, you know, a little bit of a shame that now people are going to say, oh, he's not a star, this and that, because the pay-per-view sales might have been affected. I know Ness, you know, it was a... You know, it was a movie out there in L.A., but it was also three hours behind. You know, over here on the East Coast, if somebody's on the fence, a casual fan's like, man, I really want to see this tank fight. Am I about to buy it? No, I got work the next morning. I'm good on that one. They're going to pass it up. And that's just kind of the way the business is, right? But my last point I think I'll make is the way this lightweight division's playing out right now, I think Tank and his team have to at least pretend like they want to make the big fights you know from what i'm hearing from leonard ellerby talking about oh if i see eddie hurt i'm gonna slap him how about you make a fight with them against haney how about you do some business with them you know and i think that's a fair criticism to make and you know we'll see what happens with that i think haney definitely is going to fight kimbosis next let that play out davis will definitely you know most likely fight roly next i think the biggest biggest money fight Biggest pay-per-view money fight in the whole lightweight division right now that sells one million or at least close is Tank versus Ryan Garcia. I see Ness shaking his head. Let's hear it, Ness. <laughs> Blasphemy, bro! You got you got Ryan Garcia with eight million followers. Tank is a star. Both of them are gonna talk shit back and forth. They're gonna get all that Instagram hype. 800 what you think queen hold on I, I don't know if it's me do you have static hold on Let that's me. ray with the static i'm just dealing with it. my mic right now hold on and i'm trying to see if my headphones okay i i do i feel like that would be um you know tank versus ryan would be good now remember they saying we can only go by 
this is something that I'm still learning too because the business side of boxing is so who it's like it's a lot to even digest to really understand the politics, the business. They were saying they listen, that was on the table for for Davis, for Tank and uh Ryan Garcia to fight. Is that actually going to happen? I don't know. I do I do feel like that would be that would be major, but do you think Ryan Garcia, as far as will it translate to pay-per-view numbers? Because he is a, he's a social media star. Word. He's more of a, a, a Instagram, you know, Twitter star. We got to see Ryan Garcia got to get those real, those true boxing fans back in because we have not seen him. So what, you know, the thing about Ryan Garcia is everybody is saying now, you know, all you doing is talking. You're not you're not getting in the ring. We ain't seen you in a while. Even though he he fought he fought once right against Luke Campbell this year. Yeah, but, but January second, so barely this year. So barely, but I see it, it has the ability to really do big numbers because t- the casual uh, fans are going to eat it up. So not to cut yeah. you off, but the hardcore yeah. fans are going to buy it either way, right? Mm-hmm. We're all going to buy it. We're kind of going to be like, oh man, you know. We'll you know we'll see what happens. We might have our opinions about the fight, but the casual fans are going to eat this shit up. Now, I, now, one thing I can say, even me being a Tank fan, yes, I definitely uh, hope come 2022, we we, we got to see him. I want to see him w- w- with the top lightweight because I want certain talk to, to just die down because we, we need that. So that way people will be like, OK, because once we get that and Tank does what I believe he will do. Then it we we gonna see what everybody say then if hopefully we you know he fights one of those top uh lightweights we'll see yeah and I mean that's the beautiful thing about fighting is that at the end of the day we could settle it but they just have to get into the ring you know mm-hmm. so um you know like you said it's kind of a like like I would like to see that as well you know I think they can sell us one more fight that isn't against one of these top guys you know probably that Roly fight cuz now they built that narrative and whatnot of oh you know it's supposed to happen this you know sexual assault allegations not to you know undermine those in any way but we also saw you know Tank drag his girl out in public so I don't know why that stopped the fight in general but you know if I want to be conspiratorial I could say that it might have been their plan the whole time so that they could sell us two fights compared to one. You know, I don't know if I even believe my own words on that one, but they've they've done crazier things in boxing to sell us fights. And like I said, I just want it. I just want their team to at least pretend like they're making an effort to make some of these fights that we want to see. And, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, well, that fight was on the table. That fight was on the table. OK, put it back on the table. It should be easy to make then. Put it you right mean back the on there. Fight? And then you mean the Roly fight? No, no, no. I mean the Ryan Garcia fight. They said that oh. fight was on the table, so it's okay. Put it back on the table. I was checking and his then, Twitter though. And, I was checking LLB's Twitter, and they said they plan on uh, offering uh, you know Ryan the fight again. And I feel like for for Ryan, said, especially right said, now, that's easy work for Tank. Someone asked LLB like, "Yo, what you think about Cruz versus Ryan?" And they like. Um, that fight will never happen, but we want to be the first one to 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 uh, pick him off uh, once he gets his little tune-up or something. So they just waiting for Ryan to get whatever fight he going to get on his comeback. Ryan doesn't need a tune-up, and I'll tell you why. Maybe he does, you know, because he does physically, but 
his Twitter fingers are saying otherwise. He's on Twitter talking. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Get in the ring and fight it out. At the end of the day, this is what this is what we're doing here is we're fighting. So let's fight. Why we got to go? Oh, well, this guy needs a tune up. And, you know, this guy's going to fight this guy and we can't really make the deal. Put the deal on the table and then publicly negotiate this. Right. That's where the pressure comes. Publicly negotiate. Say, hey, look, be transparent. This is the contract that we sent Ryan. He's going to get paid handsomely. Now, if he denies it, that's on him. And now he can shut up. And then there we go. All things are solved. Let Haney deal with this whole French fry belt situation with the WBC. Square that away. And then at least we're getting closer to some clarity in this lightweight division. And that's really what the fans want to see. You know what I mean? Because if not, then, you know, all this politics is in, in the the sanctioning body BS, the politics, that kind of stuff pushes away the, you know, the not so casual but moderate fans, especially the casuals. They don't want to deal with none of that kind of stuff. So I just want some clarity in that division. Is that too much to ask for? Not at all. Let's open up these phone lines, see what the people got to say. Mm, All right. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All righty then. We're going out to J Mac Boomerang. Are you available? No J Mac. No J Mac. We're going out to Rick San Antonio. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? What up? Um, Good evening, panel. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, so I want to go ahead and give a quick uh, uh, opinion on the fights coming this weekend. You know, we got gamblers on last. Throw my little pennies in. Art of better be of Marcus Brown. Um, I was a little upset. Marcus Brown lost to Pascal. I, I picked uh, Brown in that. It better be if That was the last time I actually seen Marcus. But I, I think it's... Um, He's got a shot at Better Bia, but I'm going to go ahead and, and go with Better Bia. Um, and then uh, Joseph Parker, Chisora. Um, I think I think, I think think Parker's just going to outbox him. He's going to keep his distance. I think Chisora will try to get in. Parker went on there. I don't know if this is going to be the most ex- You cutting out, champ. You're using a Bluetooth? Nah, nah, nah. I, I got to watch. You cutting out every other word, brother. All right, man. I'll I'll, I'll call back. All right. We going out to Steve in Chicago. What up? Yeah, we ain't dick riding in this house. SDS promotion. If Wilder fights Usyk, they're going to take Usyk out in, in, in a stretch. Well, because that's because they don't like the facts. What the hell did Billy Joe do? He wasn't the guy that everyone thought he was. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. We're going 
but I'm headed back home to Chicago this weekend. And I'm like, ah, shit, I would I wouldn't mind going for you know for fun, having having a good time. But I got Ramirez on that one. Um, Morel and Fox, I got Morel. Um, uh, when it comes to, I know you guys um, are talking about you know because the lightweight division's hot right now, and you know we got some good some good um, possibilities of fights and unifications going on at least for the division officially unifying. I know Cam Bozo just got his win, but um, when it comes to Tank, though, like I, I don't care for the pay-per-view numbers. I'm not about networks and promotional companies. I will come out of pocket if I see Tank fight at least at 135, either Cam Haney, or Lomachenko. I'm coming out, out of pocket. My credit card is on standby. Uh, until then, I'll see the highlights of if it's if it's somebody else. Uh, Roley is entertaining, though. I will say that um, if that fight's next, uh, Ryan Garcia. I, I agree with the last caller. I think he makes his, his the most amount of money with that fight. If you guys want to go that route, but he's going to need a couple of fights in between before that even happens. I believe uh, at one forty, I would like to see Tank fight either Josh Taylor or Jose Ramirez. I think that would be a hell of a fight. Um, or Regis Progray. That's another damn good fight. Those fights, those guys that I mentioned, I will come out of pocket for quick to see tanking. Uh, that's my call. Well, all right. Thank you for calling yes, in. If you are on Blog Talk and you're like, man, is he going to get to me? You have to hit the numero uno. We got Alex Big Fish Vega. Mr. Big Fish, are you accepting that fight with Devontae? I mean, you you the one put it out there, so I'm assuming that's a done deal. I could put that on the list. Just listening. Double shift. You hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Put that put, put write that down, man. Definitely I accept it. Excited for it, man. Yeah, write that down. But uh, I'm just listening. All right, all right. Well, there you have it, Mr. Best Dad Ever. Uh, it's going to be you versus Alex Big Fish Vega, a.k.a. the Battle of the Dads. That's what we're going to be calling this one. So uh, we got James Benitez, who I'd, who'd I love to give a shot to Eddie. You know, somebody got to get this belt from Eddie, man. He needs a chubby way to defend with. Man, you know I ain't trying to be a chef boy for too much longer, but how you doing, though, Ness? Oh, another day, another podcast. Cannot complain. Yo, I forgot some of the topics you was talking about because I was on the phone with another call, man. But um, I know I sent you, like, several super chats, man, about the whole ben- Benavidez debacle, man. I can't believe this is the guy they really believe that's going to be able to compete with Plant, be able to fuck with goddamn Canelo. I mean, like I said, man, his resume... And Boost Resume are, like, the two biggest hype jobs, man, that are, like, fighting prospect-level fighters and shit. You know, it's like a prospect development plan. But anyways, man, other than that, Ness, I appreciate all the good work that you do. And um, we're going to talk more, man. I may consider taking that fight, man. Nah, nah, get your, get your, get your introductory. You know, he's got, actually got some good skills. You got to get that introductory. I'm just saying, in the okay. future, that's a good fight. James, okay, cool. hold on. Oh, yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't do it. What? I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it tonight. What time is hey. it? It's eight forty nine p.m. Hey Queen, I, get mad I can't do I it with you tonight. She you mad? You said something about Benavidez, man. You said oh, Benavidez, hey. and then you said Boots is the Boots is the biggest high job. Okay, now now listen. 
Now, now, when when the, when the fights, when when certain stuff happens, now you we gotta remember these conversations that we having, okay? You know, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back. You know, I take, you know, I came back after after um playing lost. So you know, I take my L's on the chin, man. You know, like a champ. But um, yeah, man, I forgot you were still on the line. How you doing? You doing all right? <laughs> I'm doing good. How you how you doing? I see you still with these with these takes. It's wild. Wow. Why do you think, boots? Do you understand? We mean, know we, we gotta pump the right. Let me say one quick thing. With you boots, say you say anything you want. It's your work, okay. <laughs> okay, so with boots, we know we still gotta see him fight certain competition. That's why I did not I still didn't put him in my in my top five welterweights just yet. We we gotta see certain things, but you you really gotta see. I don't see which you know how come you don't see it at least with boots as far as with his skill set. I mean he has the potential to really wipe out that division. We he don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. I'm not putting him in that top five, but he has the potential. Him and his dad, um they 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 got it. They 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 really have you know they really have it. So just remember what I told you. Boots is official official, and but we gonna see if he truly is the one once we. Cause I I still notice certain things as well. We gotta see him with the elite competition. We know what happened with Thomas Delorme, but but let let's see. Tom Tom will tell on that one too. But and you see a bit of Vidas. Ooh, we James. We we we. I'll have more for you. Later on, when certain things happen, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're here, Queen. I'm glad All right. You're <laughs> hey, you have a blessed night. You too, champ. You we too. got Majid in the building. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the. Join YouTube uh, members and Patreon for something. I promise you, I just had this shit on rocking out. Everybody just liked the video. Um, I got better be beating up Marcus Brown. He don't know how to fight tall, so that nigga about to run right into one of those whoppers. I got knockout, not even decision. But uh, other than that, yeah, man, well, I don't know. Like the video. I'm out. Hawk, Marilyn. You hear me? I hear you now. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. What up, brother? Brother? Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I think Tyrone would be going to get Paul this time. I'm thinking he might get him this time. But um, the author better be, man, um, that boy, that better be, man, he's so good to the body. Um, but I think Marcus, if he really, if you stand tall and box and move, he might can make it to, like, the late round. I don't think he might, he might make it to the late round. I think he's going to get beat up, though. But Benavidez, ain't Lou, what's his name, Luminex? What's is the guy name? That Benavidez supposed to be fighting? Lemieux. Uh, Lemieux. The Mill, oh, the Mill, that's how you pronounce that. Ain't he the one that uh, Billy Joe Sanders had, had made look silly? Yep. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know how much credit Benavidez is going to get for beating that guy. 
I mean, but he, but he got to do it for a title or something. So, mm, but anyway, I got Arthur Ben, um, uh, uh, Artur Benavide, Benavide, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, but Marcus Brown, man, I like his. his uh, he just don't take a punch well, man. He just don't. <laughs> he don't take a punch well. So, hey, what what what's the um the uh the uh the uh, the girl? I'm going with a girl on the undercard too. The, the undercard of Paul. Uh, I think she's gonna keep her belts. Amanda Serrano. I think she's gonna keep her belts because I want to see that Katie Taylor fight where. So yeah, I hope she do keep her belts. But great show, Ness man. You always on the job there, bro. Thank you. And brother. I am out. All right, J Matt, trying you again. All right, all right, all right. That's all. Well, uh, Micah, before I let them know where they can find you, uh, how many exactly do you need? This is ridiculous that you're not at a thousand yet. I'm not, I'm kind of frustrated. I thought we said that before. Like it's crazy. Uh, what? I would have to actually listen. Let, let, let me do really, get a, really get quickly. Let me get some of these James Benitez super chats off. He's uh, always so generous. Benavidez might get sparked by... Come on, James. You out here. <laughs> you losing. You're wasting your money, champ. He ain't getting sparked by no fucking Lemieux. That'll be funny, though. You're right. He does have a punch, but I highly doubt he ever connects on Benavidez. But to finish the Super Chat, he says, Benavidez might get sparked by Lemieux. This is going to be his best name on his resume. Actually, the first B-level fighter on his resume. I think, uh, I don't know, is is Lemieux a better name than Anthony Durrell? Anthony was the full WBC at one point. We got uh, James Benitez back with another one. says, Queen, glad you are here. James Benitez back with another one. So that is number three. <laughs> Lemieux went over Rosado ages better and better than David Benavidez's whole resume. Wins over Angulo, Chiron, Durrell, and this guy can compete with Plant. Sure. <laughs> we got Mad Bent 100. He says, uh, picking Brown by unanimous decision must win. Ah, man, you, you are brave. You are brave. Brown by decision pays very well, let me tell you. <laughs> That shit is gonna man bit man bit prick that what up though man bit but wow yeah you are brave like I I think I can see Brown maybe pulling out but man he said by what UD UD that's a plus eight hundred which means ten dollars makes you ninety five dollars or a hundred dollars makes you nine hundred and fifty you you believe in him you bet you bet make that bet on my bookie dot. AG because uh sheesh for real like uh uh-uh, uh that's free money right there if you're gonna if he hit it I don't think he hitting it like it's brown by decision I highly doubt it highly doubt it but use my code BETTBV we got James Benitez back with another one he says Darrell B level be honest Nello stops him Nello stops who Darrell yeah of course Okay. James Benitez back with another one. He says, Samson ducked the plant fight. If he really believed in David, that fight would have been made. 
Y'all think Ben Y'all think Benavidez hot shit cause he had one highlight KO. <laughs> Who's that? Porky Medina? Yeah. <laughs> Man, y'all gotta put a little bit more respect on David name. Hey, Why y'all doing that to you? David like that? <clears throat> James Benita is back with another one. That's another three, so ring the alarm. <laughs> Actually, since since that's six. Said uh Benavidez resume is a is the resume of a prospect. Damn. I mean contender. Like the people he's getting is just like he never been a world champ. Like they, you know, they're like like developmental fight. He fighting mad former world champs instead of current champs. This shit is still being developed. Uh we got Ann Still that says time to leave PBC Island. Bad matchups. Word is born. But that's a WBC order. That wasn't PBC. WBC ordered that hot garbage. <laughs> and then they try to say it's for an interim belt. What did David Lemieux do? Can we just see what's his last win? How do you, how do you end up? He's in- had a, he's like four wins in a row right now. They're a little spaced out. Four wins in a row versus who, bro? Yeah, exactly. But you know Look, what I mean? David I, Zegara? I who mean. the fuck? Franci like, like Natitu? It still might be fuck? one of the best. We could argue about the Durrell thing, but Bro, you know, that, he's, that's on a, a, he's on that's a five a fight, fight win streak, and there's only one dude whose name I can pronounce. Who was Sullivan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Yo, Man, I gotta see if garbage. I can twist my mustache like O'Sullivan's, bro. Yo, hot garbage burning on a on a on a hot ass summer day. That's that fucking that fight right there. Isn't he Irish too? Uh, Spike. Yeah, I think he wants to be. Yeah, I mean he is oh, Irish, man. but he wears the Mexican outfits. Uh, Cannabis Cove. Not giving the numbers because they was hot trash. Tank hasn't ever done one million on regular TV. Uh, I don't understand why everybody's so mad at Tank's success. I like, it's like it's like I do. Listen, Showtime hasn't stopped doing pay-per-views with them, so that means they're not losing money. Showtime had an exclusive deal with them. So that means they're not losing money. But somehow, you social media fucking like analysts know more than Espinoza. It's it's hilarious. The the reason why people are hating on Tank isn't because of his skills. His skills are there. I mean, some people, you don't want to say this and that, but they're just, you know, casuals and whatnot. But the reason why people are hating on him isn't really his fault. It's the whole situation where we have this plethora of fighters great fighters at lightweight and the inability to make these fights and inability to even like i said earlier pretend like we want to make these fights you know what i'm saying so that's what we want to at least like you know i mean pretend man come on leonard i i just you know (laughs) Listen, all right, we gonna have to we we have to d- debate. <laughs> You'll have to come back on again as well. I see it. Uh, well, hopefully, I'm not saying you have to come back on. I'm saying I had to come back on. Excuse me, when you're on or whatever, yeah. uh, so we can go, you know, back and forth a little bit more with this one. But I just see it differently because I feel like I'm not. Let's 
Now, I'm not even saying tank. I just feel like with certain stuff, we've been wanting certain fights in in other divisions as well and certain things just seem like it don't it doesn't happen so and i I see the point you made that first part how you said it's not more so tank it's like i guess you would say the what would you say part like the business we know like it's 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 the business business, you know the business of, of boxing but why are you getting so mad why are people so mad at tank it's almost like they say oh well tank did do this do that i don't i don't see it in that light he's following a certain type of game plan let's see um let's see till till next year i understand you guys saying no right now or whatever but what is what is he doing he's whoever they give in front of him you know he's beating him i feel like and this is my opinion even like with a mario barrios there are certain people in that lightweight division i don't feel like they're just gonna they would be able to outright beat mario barrios i think he gets he doesn't even get enough credit he's a very he's a very nice fighter to me so with certain things that i see and of course i know with certain people especially you know with the live chat on disagree i'm not i'm not uh worried about that i'm going based on how i truly look at it and i see i see what as far as you saying is you know once again we talked about the business aspect but tank is just is fighting who they they give him and then all right now let's say if the whole 2022 go by and then not but it's still the the lightweight everybody is still so young too so it's a build-up it's a process as well so yeah but still tank everyone else is but tank is 27 you know and i mean it's not like you know it's not the skill thing it's just like you said, it's the business. And the other thing about the Mario Barrios thing is, yeah, you may have a point, but that's one of those things where I don't think anybody said after Tank's previous fight said, you know who we really want to see Tank fight is Mario Barrios. Absolutely nobody said that, yet they sold us that fight. Nobody really wanted to see him fight Leo Santa Cruz either. We took that fight because we knew both of those were good fights, so we bought them. But nobody wanted those fights. So again, they're selling us fights that nobody asked for. Absolutely nobody asked for the Cruz fight. You know, the only people that asked for the Roldy fight, I guess, was the WBA. So other than well, that. Well, wasn't Roley calling, you know, some things too. Didn't well, yeah, Roley and Melendez were the only people asking for that fight. But, you know, other than that, the the public and the fans are the ones who have the money to pay for these fights. And the fans have spoken. They want to see Tank. I mean, for years, they wanted to see him against Lomachenko. Obviously, that's really hard to make in the business. But there was a debate on this show uh, about maybe a week, two weeks ago, that was talking about excuses versus reasons, right? And a lot of the times we make these excuses for the sport and for the business saying, oh, well, you know, it's just the business. It's the politics. Or we we say that there are reasons, right? This is the reason why, but it is just excuses. You know, we make excuses for these promoters. We make excuses, you know, oh, it's just the business. Nah, they can make these fights. They can make these fights. They're they're just not doing it because they're feeding us these fights that we didn't ask for, and we're buying them. And that's really what it comes down to. Until we quit buying these fights that nobody asked for, then that's where it has to force their hand. To do something and that might be the situation that we're facing right now being how they're not even releasing the numbers who knows we'll see but that might be the case ness I, I wanted to ask you a quick question um how 
because I think you elaborate elaborated on it a little bit. How you know? Tell me, how do you tr- truly feel about the, the 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 situation? Do you feel like it is going to be because you you're so knowledgeable? You know, you connected. Do you feel like by next year, Tank is going to get that that big fight that the fans uh want to see? Uh, I mean, I think if he gives you Ryan, they'll say he's picking the weakest 135. <laughs> if he gives you Devin, they'll say he didn't face, you know, Tio, who's a power puncher. Uh, so I, I don't think they'll, they'll ever be happy. They'll, they'll still find a reason why he didn't choose the guy that he should have chose for whatever reason they decide to do. And I agree with that point too. I feel like it's all—it's always going to be something when it comes with with Tank. So that's why I—I I really hope, I really hope and pray that we at least get one of them ones because then we're gonna see. Especially, I—I I really Twitter. Even though you can't really go based on oh my god, because boxing Twitter is like it's a mess. But we gonna—we are—we gonna really see what people say. Hopefully, if when that times come, what is gonna be the excuse then? If uh, Tank gets the job done, we'll see. But I see. I always uh, one thing you um you know about me, Ray. I still respect other people's perspectives and opinions. I see your point of view. A lot of people feel that way because they like, okay, when are we gonna get it? My whole thing about it is, I just feel like it's just overboard. Like it's because we know once again, it's it's a business. It's not like what what can we? I know what you're saying. But hey, it's not like it's just direct. It's like almost directly geared towards um, Tank. He has to have the team. Everybody has to be able to come together or say, be like, okay, listen, this is this has to get done so we can see. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, when it comes to like what Ness said, you know, I agree with that as well. You know, the way boxing fans are, everyone's going to make, oh, we, we, we want this guy. We want that guy. They're doing that with Canelo right now. They want him to fight every single champion, but these guys can't fight each other, you know. But that doesn't mean that we just throw away all those guys and then fight Roley, you know. And the thing is, is that when it comes to certain fighters, like y'all were talking the other day about Conor Ben on the show and, you know, about building him up the right way. And that makes sense. But now Tank has been built. So let's put him into the big fights. We don't want to see fights that we like. Okay, they're good fights, but they're fights that nobody asked for, and they're selling them to us for seventy four ninety nine on a Sunday. So that's where the frustration kind of comes in a little bit, and I don't feel like it's unfair to give that criticism to him and his team. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I would say one thing that I don't like either is in this age, this post Mayweather era. That we see we have certain fighters that kind of want to take over that that name uh, or that spot. You know, I, I, I see Haney and Tank specifically, and y'all might disagree with me. Uh, let me know if you do. But I feel like they want to be Money Mayweather inside and outside of the ring without putting in that Pretty Boy Floyd work that Pretty Boy Floyd did earlier in his career. They just want to jump ahead to the Money Mayweather status. Uh, I got LV Slugger. Are you available?
LV, LV. One time. And I, I want to say something really quickly on that point. I respectfully definitely disagree. I'm just leaving it at that for now. All right, we're going out to Boston. Yo, first of all, let me say, I don't play Showtime to see you all damn not even putting in a goddamn motherfucking effort. If I want to see two motherfuckers just fight, I think I'm going to fight with somebody in the street. Don't need that shit. You don't love that sport, my dude? Just move along. Gone. Fuck you. Next, what a great show. Thumbs up, donate. Hey, yo, what's happening, people? Everybody on the panel. We talking about here today, Lemux. Oh, shit. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. And you heard me. Where Mr. Gibbs at? We right here, fams. Listen, bro, what's up with Lemux? Coming well with Benavides? Is that competition? Who? The Muse versus Benavides. You I don't think the Muse gonna do shit. You know that ain't no fucking competition, bro. You know what that is, right? Man, I don't. What's that? That shit is. I can't find my soundbite. When I find it, here it goes. Nigga, that shit is trash. No, no, this is basura. This is right here. Them niggas is Basura, bro. Straight up. Basura, bro. fucking wasting money and fucking time on that. That's ridiculous, bro. I don't even know who put these cards together. Basura. But fuck all that. My dude, Mr. Gibbs, the boxing oracle, Nostradamus, baby. You need some rest. What? From the bottom of my... You need some rest, baby. From the bottom of my heart, you look like shit tonight. Oh. I ain't even shown my camera yet. Nigga, I already seen you. You don't look good. You got to take a rest. I don't oh. know if you're getting punched in your face for sparring or you don't got no sleep. Which one is it? Uh, I've been punched in the face. Both? <laughs> no, but yo, relax. Cause you got, you don't look good, though. Something wrong about you. I don't know what the fuck. How can I point it? But like visually, something like not coming across, like low energy type of shit. I mean, All right? And we need you I to mean, be around because without you, it ain't no TBB. It ain't the greatest fights right now, man, you know? We trying, okay, we trying to, so I guess we trying to it stay reflects, focused it on what on, we got. So the fight reflects on the moves of the of the panelists. I get it. Mm -hmm. Listen, everybody out there, it's really important to support the channel, support Mr. Gibbs. This is the best podcast said it many, many, many times. There is no other fucking place that you can come and express your opinion without being fucking censored. That's facts. Everybody on the chatty, I'm about to jump on that shit, give you help. I'm out here. Alright. My man came on and told me I look like shit. If you you, you gotta crazy. love it. Yes, <laughs> you spent all your energy Dog, on Monday. You, you gotta spent love all it. your energy on Monday fighting Lady Shan. I know. I got uh El Mejor Papa de Todos, Vega. He says, get in the win and best dad ever title. Big fish. <laughs> Because uh, his screen name, he changed it to the best dad ever of everyone. Uh, so we got James Benitez with another one. He says, if he fought Lemieux in 2018, we would respect the fight, actually. Yeah, of course. 
Maybe 2016, maybe. I don't know. James Benitez is right back. He says, everybody supports the Queen's channel. What's the what's the name of the channel, Queen? How can oh, they find it? Oh, I'm glad he said that. It's Afternoon Sports Slay. So I'm like about 360 subscribers okay. away from 1,000. So I'm I'm kind of itching. You almost itching. there. I'm almost there. I don't. One thing I don't do, which I will be hopefully doing, um, in the near future, I am going to start live streaming. I know people saying live stream that helps yeah, get the, the numbers, a lot of things. So I'm trying to work out work life balance type of thing. I'm trying to balance. Are you are you no using joke. the premieres at least? Are you premiering well, your videos? When you say premiere, would you because. I mean, I up. You know, I yeah. usually do my upload. Well, I don't know, cause you know these things that have come out. I've already had a certain amount, so sometimes certain features you gotta have a certain amount of subs or whatever. So uh, I'm not sure whether you have the ability to premiere a video, but if you do, you need to start premiering a video if you're not going live. I think that's available for everybody. Yeah, it's it's it basically you pre-upload the video and then it drops at a certain time. And so it's it comes like out live. like it's live. Yeah, it'll oh. have a it'll have a live chat and you can be in the chat with your with your community. So, you know, free tip right there to everybody listen. Er, everybody listen. Er, er, everybody. So we got Ricky Ricardo that says, This is Rick in San Antonio. Benavides needs to go to 175 and press for a fight with Joe Smith Jr. That puts him in position to secure a Canelo fight. Then we got DSV and company. And, uh, yeah, I don't know that he's going to move to 75 when Canelo actually has the belts at 68. But I get it. We all assume he'll drop those belts soon enough. DSV and company, everyone keeps saying Marcus ain't got a chin like Arthur got one. I was the first one to tell y'all put money on him. Arthur got two left feet. Uh, put money on who, though? You saying put money on Marcus? Why every time I say Marcus, I remember Boomerang. Queen, you watch Boomerang? Mm-mm. What am I? What, what are you talking about? The movie? What are you talking about? The movie or a show? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, the movie. Oh, with Eddie, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I thought you was talking about a new show. I'm like, no, I'm not on that. Yeah, remember, remember the girl, uh, Strange. She was like, Marcus. <laughs> Mar yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I don't know what I thought you was talking about. Uh, who we got here? We got DSV back with another. We said, dude, stop saying Tank ain't making the fights when nobody is. Stop blowing smoke. Crying out loud emoji. Them guys doing nothing. Camboso was a mandatory. That don't count. Yeah, I mean, T.O. T.O. did something. You know, he's the one that fought Komei and Loma. James Benitez back with another one. Uh, what's the over under on David making weight? <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Yeah, man, I I'm telling you, that's what all these little fights are for—is to help that discipline get right, yo. Yeah, because he did struggle the last time, right? It wasn't even a belt on the line. He had to take to his social media like, yo, I ain't want to make weight because it's not even a title fight. He know damn well he wanted to make that weight. <laughs> yeah, they told him. He said he got the extra pounds. He was allowed he like, to weigh the extra pound, but. Yeah. He like, I'm allowed to weigh that because there's no title. He's like, come on, bro. You know, everybody had their eyes set on you, making sure you made the real weight with or without a belt. But yep. uh, J-Mac. Uh, I mean, LV and, LV and J-Mac, right? Going one time, two times. 
Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Co-hosts, let them know where they can find you. Uh, Afternoon Sports Slay, you already know what it is. Subscribe, hit that like button. Once again, I'm at at that certain mark. I'm looking for 360 plus. Listen, I'm giving it to you once a week. We're going to try to up it. It's certain things I'm going to try to do. So make sure you subscribe. And I do sprinkle in, just to let the boxing fans know, I do sprinkle in a little basketball. There will be football segments as well. So we're going to try to make sure it gets improved. We're going to be doing some behind the scenes work on it so it can grow better. I know I am the type of person where I'm willing to take constructive criticism. Not some of y'all crazy ones, but constructive criticism. Let me know. Let me know what you're looking for from the queen as well so I can get better at what. Because this is my passion. Remember, I'm doing it for the love of the game. Also, my IG is at MK Sports Slay. Make sure you, you know, tap in, be on the lookout for me. And my Twitter is at MK Sports Slay as well. I definitely tweet a lot. Ray. I think LV Slugger said he's ready. All right, Slugger. TBZ. What up? What up, what up, man? Yeah, man, deep little week in a boxing. A lot, lot of boxing going on. I'm not, gonna, not sure I'm going to be able to catch all of it. You know, Christmas coming up, so I still got to do some shopping. But uh, on the David tip, man, on Dave Benavidez, you know, I'm still a fan. You know, I, I do like his style and stuff, but I'm not really sure what direction they going with him. You know, he a two-time champion. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like he, you know, try to get some bigger. Now, I know 168 ain't just that deep. You know what I mean? But I just felt like uh, I'm not uh, Lemieux. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't seen him in a while, and I'm not really sure, you know, what direction they plan on going with that fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I mean, I know he known to have power, so. I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, I just want him to, you know, try to get back at that title run. But I'm not going to discredit what Canelo just did, because uh, you know what David, you know, wasn't able to make make weight. You know, I know a lot of people want David to get that shot, but you know, the, the fact is Canelo is undisputed, and you know, David didn't make weight. So you know, what I'm saying if he would have made weight, he would have definitely had that opportunity at the Canelo fight. So you know, hopefully, you know, he just keep on grinding, you know, and get back to that title run. You know what I'm saying? Get back to it, to its world title. But uh, on the uh, better beef, you know, I'm definitely, I want to see that fight. I want to see how he look. You know, uh, Marcus Brown with Derrick James now. So let's see if Derrick James can, you know, work wonders and get another unified champ in his, in his camp right now. You know, I, I really don't plan on, you know, Marcus Brown getting the win, though. You know, like people are saying, like, he don't, <laughs> don't, he don't take hits. He don't take hits well. He don't take, you know, he don't take uh, punches well. You know, we all know the power uh, Better Beef have. So, I, I feel like Marcus might even be winning the fight. But I just feel like once Better Beef connect, it's over with. So, I do think Better Beef will come out on that fight. And just one more on the David Morrell tip. I do want to see him. You know, I'm high on him. And I think, I'm not saying now. I know a lot of people probably going to take this and run with it. But I'm not saying now. But as they continue to develop him, I think his size and his skill set I think he will be the one that will give Canelo some problems one day. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I do want to see David Morales to see how he continue to develop. And he out here calling Benavidez out, too, you know, right now. So, you know what I mean? I just want to see how he look. And he uh, look impressive like he did his last fight. But, yeah, that's all I really had to say, man. Y'all keep grinding. Keep doing y'all thing. Chill. All right. Uh, looks like James Benito slid in with another one. He said... 
can David bounce back if he loses? It's boxing. I mean, I'm sure, you know, someone would offer him a fight. Like, you know, you got you got the way Porter talking, it looked like he he trying to get that kind of Ben fight. Like, give me that last retirement, retirement check. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, Ray, you can definitely tell him where to find you now. All right, guys, you can find me at Instagram, at RayTheBusiness. You know what I mean? If you guys think, you know, you agree with me, if you think I don't know shit about boxing, let me know. Just like Micah the Queen said, I'm also open for constructive criticism. So let me know what you think about my opinion, if it's, uh, you know, off the mark or, you know, if I'm hitting it on there. Well, all right. Next GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Arrivederci. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.